five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Poem podcast, your premier podcast for the Vancouver Titans and Toronto Defiant. I am Chris at Lightforce, joined virtually as always by Omni at Omnistray and Jordan at Sir Dr. JM. Welcome, gentlemen. Howdy. Hello, hello. How, it's been a long time. Well, I was going to say, it's been a long time since we last spoke. <laughs> yeah, far too long. We should do this every day. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> us creating a show... <laughs> every day yeah i don't know with the that. with the one the content deficit that we have had but yet surprisingly every two weeks we're still able to push out like an hour of content talking about i don't know why we like halo and when master chief is going mm. to become a reinhardt skin yeah well maybe now that we're getting closer there's a little bit more to talk about sometimes it gets uh it feels like uh too much uh Toast for too little butter. <laughs> it's way too dry. Way too dry. Yeah. Um, but I, in fairness, we are getting closer and we are starting to see more stuff happen over the course of two weeks, but it's mm-hmm. still a slow trickle. I just can't um, help but feel a little hashtag bricked up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of this episode. I've, oh, it better be. You, the fact that you brought it in means it has to be True. now. True. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't but, aware uh, of its uh, uh, previous connotations. Man, that's <laughs> the slippery slope. It's going to be the next hashtag. <laughs> hashtag slippery slope. Uh. Uh. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so it's going to be that kind of episode. Uh, we're, what, two minutes in, and uh, we're already losing uh, control. Yeah, this, is, this is what we fall down to after, like, an incredible interview that we've had last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we, we brought our a game and like we had to step it up from that. Could you imagine the amount of energy we, we put into this? I mean, next three episodes are probably going to just be, you know, horse crap. It's yeah. true. It's going to be toilet talk and, you know, just gutter all, all day long. We only have like what? 60 days, give or take left. Give or take, yeah. Yeah. May yeah, five. So yeah, we should have that, you know, big. Uh, power rankings thing somewhere in between and uh yeah, yeah. yeah. We're I the power of science yeah right. i can't yeah. wait to, to get this show on the road i've Season never five. done power rankings so uh oh. i'm quite excited for this It'll be the first time i've actually bothered to try and i don't know analyze in any capacity yeah it's, it's an interesting process i'm sure yeah. you'll be bricked up and uh <laughs> <laughs> ready for it my predictions will be bricked up Oh gosh. Well, speaking of uh, our episode, it is already bricked up and we'll brick it up even further because we're going to be talking a little bit about the Vancouver Titans, a little bit of Toronto Defiant. There is a little bit of kind of news. Um, we'll obviously sort of go back to the fact that uh, last week, if you somehow missed the bonus episode, we sat down with the Toronto Defiance, uh, Adam Avenue. Um, there's a little bit of news in the Overwatch League and then uh, in Overwatch itself. So, uh, you know what? Let's, uh, let's start pushing this payload. Moving the payload. Join me. I said there was a little bit of news. I mean, it, it is a little bit. I mean, it's just not a whole lot. Um, the Vancouver Titans players have been tweeting pictures of airports and airplanes. 
I presume they're coming to Vancouver. I think actually, I think it was Shockwave that might have actually said he was going to Vancouver. False was one of the first. Um, and I think he said he was coming, but False is Canadian. So it's a little bit easier for him to, <laughs> to get to Vancouver than maybe some of the others would be. And obviously the complexity of, of, of visas and, and what have you, and, and sort of the ever evolving dynamic of uh, pandemic related uh, entry restrictions. I think it's easier to get into Canada now than it was maybe a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually so, looking at shockwave on Twitter right now. And on the 24th, he tweeted last day in Denmark for a very long time. And then on the 25th, the picture from a airplane window. Yeah, so presume they're uh they're here in van city uh the toronto defiant players from what i can tell they're currently boot camping together in korea and that sort of lines up with sort of what adam i think had discussed um during our our interview Mm -hmm. uh, loosely um it makes sense that players are now getting together i mean heck Halo is busting out the rumor that players were finally getting their hands on uh, Overwatch 2 until he walked yep. it back to say, well, actually, no, they're now figuring out the process to get their hands yep. on it. They're still installing. It's uh, the bar is going up to 100 and then, you know, so preload. You know, well, no, 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 guys. There's no preload here. See, to control <laughs> they're a little the installation, they're going retro. <laughs> Sorry. They <burped> up. <laughs> they're going retro here and it's a 12 disc installation. Um, so, floppy. you know, I don't know how many of our listeners lived during that era because that mm-hmm. era was where the best games were the ones that were in one floppy. Because <laughs> that one floppy disc allowed you to do almost anything anywhere. You could go to like school, play games because it played off of the yeah. floppy. Um, and then they evolved to the, the multi disc set and then eventually everything went on to cd and it's like oh hey one cd until you got like yeah so uh yeah world of warcraft which uh, jordan is holding up you cannot see i hope that jordan will actually share a picture of this because i I can do that retweet it i can do that um how many discs was that five yeah five discs for when when i bought into world of warcraft and the badge on the front of the box says over five million online so it's come a long way since then but i was you know, I started playing when numbers. it was much lower. Um, mm-hmm. But back in the day, my dad wouldn't uh, let me use his credit card to pay for a subscription until much later. So smart man. Yeah. How, how, how exactly <laughs> did you subscribe without the credit card? I, I had to buy the, 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 the things, oh, the, the, the prepaid things. So sometimes, you know, I would buy them, play for a couple months, and then I would just, you know, mm-hmm. lapse mm-hmm. a little bit, and then I'd come back and that kind of thing. Then I finally got my dad to pony up with the credit card and yeah. just kept on playing. So that's uh, yeah, kind see. of why I missed the wow and its heyday. It's like, mm. well, the, like trying to get my you know parents to get buy a game was was hard enough a task in itself. But <laughs> if I would have even told them about this game that you need to pay for monthly, yeah, I didn't even try. <laughs> so I, I was I was pre Burning Crusade. Like, I mean, I am, um, I am OG vanilla. Um, so I mean, Jordan, again, he's, it, it, it's difficult. He's showing us all of the expansions he has one. I'm impressed that you still have the boxes. Oh, you never get rid of the boxes. Oh, I, I, I finally had to, when we moved, cause I'm like, <laughs> I, I think my wife made me get rid of, you know, my PS one and PS two boxes when we moved as well. But, uh, mm. normally you never get rid of the boxes. I yeah, think but, I uh, didn't, uh, take my, uh, Starcraft and Brood War box set 
when I moved to Canada. So Starcraft and uh, Brood War, I, I actually got rid of when we moved here, but I did keep um the notepad like the paper notepad that came in it because that's the mm. other thing like when you purchased games that came in these boxes there'd be there'd be material of some sort in there like yeah. there'd be a notepad or like a, a manual some sort. fully colored sometimes yeah i mean it, there's there is a a piece of that that is lost or maybe it's not that it's lost is that the, the developers and the manufacturers have figured out that we'll pay an additional twenty dollars for that to get the collector's version so you think they're getting collector's edition of uh, Overwatch 2 and that's why it takes so long? Like, Overwatch 2 album, like exactly. Statues and, and guidebooks. Maybe they're going uh, down the Valve route and, and they have like Jeff Goodman hand-delivering them door-to-door. That's why it takes so long. Have you seen those images? Yeah, like a the, Gabe this, Newell delivering this, Steam Deck? Yeah, Gabe's <laughs> delivering Steam Deck. Yes, I saw the, the video. Apparently he, I, I don't uh, think he didn't do a good enough job. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's... It's 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 like the um, undercover boss TV show. Like you'll mm. see, like these you know CEOs go into the trenches, and I mean again, yeah. their their skill set's not the skill set that's in the trenches, but it's like, whoa, man! Like how you're able to get by pretending. And I mean, maybe it is completely scripted, and I'm just completely naive to think it's not. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And people wonder how we make an hour show when there's absolutely no Overwatch like, you know, content to talk about. I, I pulled out the manual for World of Warcraft because I thought you might oh, it might have that. a notes section. It's pretty thick big, boy. pretty thick. Um, I thought it had like a bunch of blank pages for notes at the back. It doesn't. But what it does have, and this relates to Overwatch, so don't worry. It has a list of acronyms. So oh, nice. there are some, some favorites, you know, it's got BRB in here for be right back. <laughs> it's got AFK for away from keyboard. Um, it's also got a, uh, a glossary and some, some terms in there are a puller, a player that pulls monsters for the party. I thought that kind of went along with bricked up, but uh, in a different way, <laughs> we've got, uh, you know, we've got spawn. Lots of mm. lots of information to be found in here, nice. and it applies to many games. So cool. I mean, that's the fact that you don't get that now. It it, it probably explains why chat is the way chat is. Exactly. It, it's right. total. That's totally why we always wind up with bad yeah. teammates. They obviously yeah, they haven't have read, not the read the acronym section exactly because the they don't get the manual. Like it's it's essentially a checkbox at an online form that like he says, you read the manual. Yeah, I totally did. I read it. The terms and conditions, the fact I signed over my firstborn, all that Jesse, I read yeah. all that. Click, click, click. Yeah. Oh, um, getting back onto, uh, <laughs> the payload here. This is, we're playing the, uh, the, you know, first person shooter version of, uh, of overwatch here. Payload uh, is secondary. The um, comment that I wanted to make actually is, is in relation to the feedback we got from our last episode with Adam. Uh, so for those that don't know, um, Omni was kind enough uh, to share it on our behalf on, on uh, Reddit, both on competitive overwatch and then the, uh, the uh, overwatch league uh, subreddits. And uh, a, a comment had come in. Um, I mean, there were a few comments. It's interesting conversation. I was taking this, but a comment came in. I was, I hope you're extending the invitation to the Vancouver Titans. And uh, <laughs> Omni had replied, said, yeah, they have, they have been extended. It is true. 
we have extended an invitation to the Vancouver Titans. We actually, I extended an invitation the same day that I extended one to Adam. I reached out to Tim Holloway, reached out to Adam. Uh, Adam replied right away. Yeah, let's look to make this happen. Um, uh, I ended up getting a reply from uh, Tim Holloway. Um, he, in his reply, however, um, let me just find, I don't want to misquote him here. Do you maybe want to so, just mention who Tim Holloway is for those that don't know? Oh, I guess. Yeah. Tim. So I actually don't know what Tim Holloway is, to be honest. <laughs> Fair um, what is and, Tim Holloway? <laughs> I mean, he is a human. For those that don't know, he works for the Aquilini investment group. So he is on like the parent, parent company side. He is responsible or has been over time for the esports as well, though, you know, you try to ask this organization over the years who people are and what they do. And you get very obtuse terms. Like I remember when I had asked like, okay, well like this is before Justin became sort of the, you know, the general manager was, you know, today I'd ask look, well, who is it? Oh, it's Tim. I'm like, so t- Tim's making like, he's, he's going through like the, the, you know, tier two scene and, and what have you. Like, I mean, if he is great, but like, that doesn't seem to be the case from what we had been told. And I was told oh, Tim's got his people, but they wouldn't tell me who the people were. I'm not like necessarily looking for names per se, um, but to, to be so obtuse about it and not to sort of tell us what his role is. Anyhow, Tim's sort of the guy in charge. Tim's response was thanks for the offer, but I'll have to pass. Like that's it. Okay, fine. He did say, if he'd like, I can reach out to the coaching staff to see if they're interested in joining you on the podcast. Talk about the competitive outlook, Titans in the lake. I'm like, oh, great. Um, he passed it on. This was back in the middle of January. I've since followed up, uh, both with him as well as Justin, who joined us uh, prior to the start of last season. And I've, I've gotten radio silence, so I want the Titans to have the same opportunity that we would have extended to the Toronto defiant, but to just give you sort of a glance, the reason why Adam joined us was Adam wanted to, he was gung ho about it. The Toronto defiant would have been phenomenal partners throughout our time as a podcast, even before we started talking about them as much as we do today, the Vancouver Titans, unfortunately have not been as good of a partner for reasons that I cannot explain um, I could presume, you know, I, I brought this on ourselves with some of my, uh, what I called Ted talks and I'll own that if that's the reason, so be it. Um, but I mean, I, I've done what little we can do to, to help provide them an opportunity and a platform to engage. And they have unfortunately passed on the opportunity, but if they elect, you know, to, maybe come back and, and join us. The invitation remains open. I think it's also, um, uh, important or I guess pertinent to mention the fact that, and I know we've said this before. I know you guys said this before I joined the podcast and everything too. When we talk about, or when we are critical of these teams, it's because we want nothing more than to see them succeed. Like we are, we talk the way we do about them because we are fans and what do fans want? No fan, nobody's a fan to watch their team lose. So when we're critical of how we see the Titans organization being run or how we see the Toronto organization being run or any other organization in any sport, we're critical because we want to see them be better. We want to see them reach the potential, um, 
and be rewarded for it. We want others to see the good that we see and be fans as well. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not like when we're critical, we're critical because we don't like this or like what they're doing. Well, I guess it is, but it's not because we have a grudge against them or because we're just hating on them for hating on them. Right. Ultimately we want to see them do better. We want to see them improve. I I agree. I think Adam actually said it best, right? Where he's like, you know, we want you to succeed because you help us succeed. Like Mm -hmm. there's this sort of symbiotic relationship. And that is so true. Mm -hmm. I mean, exactly what you had said, Jordan. Yeah. I, I will admit there are times where we will be critical and I will be the first one to say, there are times when I have stepped up and tried to use our platform to um, affect change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and could that be that what we have done has helped? Maybe. Could it have been at our own detriment? Yeah. Sure. But the point remains, we still talk about them. Like whether or not they want to be willing partners in this sort of conversation, that's their choice. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to go and, and, and talk about the team. I follow the team. I consider myself a Titans fan and that's despite, you know, what some may or may not think, uh, you know, my motives might be. Yeah. <laughs> it's the context here will probably be lost on, on most of our uh, listeners, but in the car community, you have something like uh, the anti BMW BMW club. <laughs> so that's Sorry, kind of how it, it goes uh, uh, towards that route. But to me, like I already said it before, and you guys, you know, echo my emotions on this. Like, you cannot do much to help someone who doesn't help themselves, mm-hmm. and that's my biggest feeling, unfortunately, from this organization's and uh, from this organization, and it has been in a while, and. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. Like, I mean, I'm going to cheer for the Titans regardless. I, I'm already far too invested. Uh, whenever they win, I'll be happy. Whenever they lose, I'll be sad. And and that's the reality of it. I'm I'm a sucker. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it is what it is. And we're doing this show. And I'll uh, cheer for them again. But like, you know, at any time they want to, you know, participate. And and we're we're here. So uh, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like we're like, you know, closing any doors or being too angsty about it. It is what it is. Uh, I think it's been we've we've grown enough to you know as, as podcasters to not take things personally. I just hope that the other side is uh, behaving the same way as well. And Adam Adam also said something that I I don't remember if he said it off the air or on the air, but he said it's not like we're solving world hunger here. You know, yeah, it's <laughs> true. It's esports, you know. We're just here to have fun and and talk about something that we're all a fan of. So, mm-hmm. could you imagine if RSP could solve world hunger? <laughs> I mean, if we could, it would be a twelve disc set that includes a manual. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what uh, what Blizzard's been working on all this time. That's that's why yeah. it's so many delays. You know, yeah, they're trying maybe. to solve the real problems. Yeah, I'm sure that's what caught it. Came down uh, to the development team. Ooh. Said, hey, we gotta Ooh. <laughs> we gotta feed the hungry. I'm sure like I'm positive hundred percent. He was feeling a little bricked up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And with that, we're going to take ourselves a short break before diving into the fray.
It's official. All the teams are at the league minimum. You wouldn't necessarily know because there's some teams that haven't officially announced their entire lineup yet. Uh, but as per a tweet from Sean Miller, uh, the currently, I don't know, what's his job title with the Overwatch League? The guy that's in charge. He used to be commissioner. Like Nate was the commissioner, but then since then it's sort of like evolved. So I don't exactly know, but he's in charge. He has said everyone's at the league minimum. And that's fine. Again, I think we've talked about how it's kind of weird that you as a league set dates, but then you don't implore your teams to share. And, you know, I, I'm going to go back to the conversation with Adam, how he's, he had sort of expressed like, you know, the beans are secret of it. I don't get it, but it is the way it is. And in this particular case, yeah, it is the way it is. Um, His but, Twitter uh, lists him as head of Overwatch League. Head of Overwatch League. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all the teams are at the, the league minimum. Uh, so the rosters themselves, as we know, pretty much set. Um, there have been a, a couple official editions. And again, the official editions are the ones that I see listed on the, uh, the roster tracker or off season transaction tracker on uh, the Overwatch League. Uh, since our last episode, it was actually a couple days prior, but not, it, this is the thing that also behooves me. They will go back in time and edit a signing as if it had happened a few days later in the future. So the addition of Arpita by the Chengdu hunters is official as of the 12th of February, but that was not there when we recorded our episode two weeks ago. Um, and then the Los Angeles Valiants have also added, uh, Lanza. Um, those are the two official signings. And again, Mm -hmm. that's as per the overwatch league, uh, website, I believe the, Excelsior are the only team that are quote unquote yeah. at the league minimum, but we don't know who the the extra player happens to be. Does look that I way. Guess so. Moth to the New York Excelsior. There we go. Not the shock. <laughs> Moth and FD God. <laughs> the double main support is uh, yeah predicted to be a big uh, thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's looking good. I I mean I it's funny since. This season is so weird in a way when we're transitioning to this entirely new game and, and nobody really knows, you know, what's going to be played. But if you just look on it on paper, all the teams of, you know, are looking competitive. So it's just like from what we know, it looks like the most competitive season ever. So I'm looking forward to it. Like Aprita has been hyped for a while now as like mm-hmm. a very good DPS. So Chengdu is going to have a sick dps lineup and and even the vacant who are vacant no longer have mm-hmm. a decent team but a, a funny thing about Langza, uh um when i was listening to i forgot it was tactical crouch yeah they have avril on there and he has this accent and every time he said Langza, it sounded like linkser and i'm like what? yes what? Every i did time, i did the like, exact what? same thing I, I God, literally I was, had to Google it you, and was like, what is he talking about he's, yeah. he's saying it exactly like linkser i'm like what it it doesn't help that I listen to podcasts on one and a half speed sometimes, but uh, yeah, I had yeah. the same problem. I was very confused for a while there. I think he's uh, from New Zealand, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, no. So why can't things are looking good? Why can't everyone talk like we have with our Canadian accents? <laughs> What's that a boot? Yeah. Um, 
we were talking before we hit record. Um, we're getting to the point where we have to do the RSP power rankings, the ones that we put together through the power of science. Um, last season, I don't believe we did as well as we had hoped. Um, the season prior to that, obviously, it was a complete wash because we did power rankings for a homestand season, and, and there were no homestands. And for Vancouver, the- that disappeared. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then, uh, I mean, the season previous, I mean, we, we did pretty good. Our first oh, season doing our, sure. our power rankings. Yeah. Do you have them I mean, still? Do you have all your rankings still or? Well, I'm sure, I'm sure Omni's got everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. We have the graphics somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Someone actually went and did a retrospective. I think it was an RCAL of that sort of season two or the first sort of expansion. Season. I remember this. I know what you would say. And they did like a, how all the power rankings sort of stacked up and mm-hmm. whatnot And RSP. I mean, we weren't, we weren't top of the table, but we were, we were like 13th pretty, out of 40 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, we were pretty good. respectable yeah. in our approach. Definitely. Know, 13th in the world guys. Yep. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do it again. Um, I, I feel so I'm, I'm still that one guy is apprehensive as to like, what does this new game do? Like, are there new heroes? I mean, I know there's a new mode. Um, I just feel that there are still some variables that are missing. Um, as much as, you know, Halo went and shared that uh, teams were getting their hands on Overwatch 2 until players and coaches are like, oh, we must not be the the team that's getting their hands on it. And then he obviously clarified to say, oh, uh, they're in discussions. It's going to be happening soon. I mean, that was a walk back and a half. <laughs> yeah, no, I misunderstood. They're, they're, it's just, they're talking about it. Okay, cool. So prior to all this, nothing's changed. Great. Got it. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I honestly, it would be nice in my mind if the league were to just say, I don't know. It's like you say, just transparency. Like, tell the teams that they have to announce by the deadlines, you know, Mm -hmm. just, just give us that so that we can know these rosters are locked in. Even you could even say they are locking in this number. So whatever six, they could still add more, but they're guaranteed to have these six. If they could do that, then people would honestly be able to roll on with things like power rankings. But right now, nobody wants to do it because we don't know full rosters for some teams, but on top of that, any team could still be adding, you know, and it's, it's well, I mean, kind of frustrating. It's not that no one's doing it. There are many who are approaching sure. the power rankings, yeah. but it, they look <laughs> a lot like what the final standings were last year yeah. with a few adjustments, right? Exactly. And that it, might- it makes it significantly more difficult when we don't have a full picture. It's kind of like we have well, a picture, but it's not colored in. So we can't really make an accurate, I don't know, guess. I mean, how accurate can you really be? But still. <clears throat> I'm done. I have number one and number 20 locked I, in. I did see that. I opened the spreadsheet <laughs> there and uh, I, I saw your number one. I... And then it's a it's a tie for second. Yeah. For, yeah. yeah all exactly. the other teams. All the way down to 19. Yeah. Um, there was a comment in Titans Chord uh, this evening uh, from someone who I think sort of sums it up really well. Man, I had high opium at first for Overwatch 2 and Owl Season 5, but with each passing day, the closer we get to the next season, I'm losing more and more faith. <laughs> and that was in response to a, a comment that was shared about uh, um, uh, ZP not getting much communication. Like he's, it, from the sounds of things, he is being left in the wind. 
um, which is a shame if that's what's going to happen. But it's also sort of a, a summation of where people are feeling is that this, this, you know, vacuum of information, of content, the fact that we are getting some now, it's still a very, you know, small trickle of information. And even then it's it just, it's not that much is weird. And it's this veil of secrecy. Like, I mean, let's say there is NDAs being used to lock down what Overwatch 2 is going to be about. All right, cool. I mean, first of all, it's going to get out there. Like I'm genuinely curious how long will it take for it to be in the player's hands before someone goes and accidentally streams themselves. I mean, scrims gets, you know, uh, streamed publicly on the rig. And I'm sure the people doing it aren't intending on that happening. It is just a a mistake that's going to occur. But then does it really matter? Like what's the, is that just, you're worried that it's going to take away from the hype then I will be very disappointed if what we see is nothing more than what we've already seen. Yeah. Oh, because no. if that's the case, why are you NDAing what we already know? Yeah. Oh no, you've ruined our non-existent marketing efforts. I think, uh, I think actually, I can't remember if it was the most recent episode. It might've been that episode that Omni was talking about of tactical crouch might've been the one before where Yiska kind of went on a bit of a rant about this, about the fact that, you're building up all this hype for these big announcements. You better have something. You better deliver. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I think the point he was making is at this point, you basically baited all of us and we still don't know anything. And he was kind of getting a little a little annoyed at it. Um, but especially with that uh, Overwatch content creators meeting and everything, like his, his point was, look, you made a huge deal out of this either got to give us something and it can't just be, Oh, this is, you know, the beta is dropping and it's exactly what you've already seen. Cause that's not really worth anything. If that's all it is, then he was like, I'd be extremely shocked. And all these content creators were basically lying because they wouldn't be that excited if that's all it was. So he was kind of saying, you know, the expectations at this point are high. They better give us something real, you know? Well, I, I won't claim to be the one who's had this, this thought. It's not unique to me. It's one that I've seen shared through the community. Um, but we're seeing, we are seeing events, not necessarily related to the Overwatch League, but related to Overwatch. Um, so for instance, we had the, the experimental, uh, tourney that took place. Um, we had the, what was the event uh, just this past weekend? Um, the impact was it the empowerment cup, I think is what it was was called um so these t- style events we're having the the in-game reaper event was that what the content creators were shown <laughs> i'm yeah. sure like because and i, I mean there because who's involved they are the many of the content creators that were brought there are the ones who've been involved with this for the experimental patch the tourney uh the empowerment code like and I'm not taking anything away from that. That is great stuff to have, but that's content for the game, not the league. And it's content for the existing game. It's nothing new outside of skins. I I think Yisk is onto something here by saying you've built the hype. It's like you're a baseball player up to bat, bottom of the ninth, bases are loaded, and you're pointing to the stands, calling your shot. And what do you proceed to do? 
you, you've set the expectation. You're going to knock this one out of the park. Mm-hmm. You can't go up and strike out. Yeah. If you've seen the movie Major League, I'm okay with the bunt that scores a, a run from second. But the point is, you need to make this one work. And it's not us that have have set expectations too high. I genuinely feel um, it is the game itself. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe this all comes out tomorrow when the odd pass goes live. Yeah, he bought into the hype that we, myself personally, I also thought we were going to get something by the end of, uh, you know, February. Now everyone's upset, even though nothing really changed or nothing that was mm-hmm. promised uh, was delivered to us. So we only have ourselves to blame for the millionth time now. Only <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> once. Time is, yeah, the time is. What are you talking about? Only three times. Yeah. Fool me four times. We all got bricked up. (laughs) You know, I find that when I drink more water over the course of the day, I'm not as bricked up. (laughs) True. Get lots of fiber. Helps too. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Speaking of the in-game event right now, (laughs) as this podcast continues to go well off the rails, Oh man. Um the Reaper's Code of Violence event is live. It's essentially it's it's lore and this is you know the moment this came out and they had the um essentially the the comic the 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 graphical book to to go with it. They do this so well. And how Omni, I know you bring this up time and time again with what you see with Arcane. Why was it that they could not have gone and done something like that? Like that part is phenomenal. It trickles like everything else, but at least that trickle is maybe more like a, a steady, you know, stream. Yeah. But the actual in-game part, you're, you're playing for a skin. It's not new gameplay. It is a skin, a spray and a profile. Um, they also added a new soundtrack. And they actually have done this um, for those that may not realize this, but they publish new audio soundtracks. They're available on all the different streaming services. Um, essentially, it's um, stylized versions of uh, tracks that we already know um, that relate to uh, whether it be the event, um, whether it be in game, what have you. So again, they're creating content but it's gone to the point where I need more than cosmetics and new tunes to listen to while I'm playing the game that I'm piping in from somewhere else, not from the game. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Overwatch one is, uh, that's the most you're going to get. Oh, I know it's just, it's, and I, I continue to go back every week. I go and play my arcade until I get my nine boxes <laughs> or sorry, my nine wins yeah. to get my three boxes. I should not my nine boxes, but, Oh, and I don't even know why I'm doing that. I'm not opening them because <laughs> like, I'm like, it's to the point where I don't, it's like, I, it's like, you know, the, uh, I've been playing a lot of lost Ark recently. And if I see like a little quest icon pop up, I have to go and deal with it. I can't like skip it. I can't complete it later. Once it's there, it's a requirement. It bothers me. Mm-hmm. And so I think knowing that I don't have my nine wins in a week irritates me. So I do it just to, to scratch that itch. And then I get all worked up as I'm scratching the edge raw. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Anywho, 
Um, I missed this again, uh, only because I didn't include in my notes. Uh, the Overwatch League hash flags are out for the 2022 season. Um, bricked up, obviously, being one of them. And for some reason, you hadn't figured that out by now. <laughs> um, Oops. That is one of the uh, the Mayhem's yep. hash flags. Uh, and this is the thing is, most teams have two, not all do. Um, I, I don't know if it's based on like money. I'm sure there's cost involved and maybe it's teams not necessarily wanting to spend, um, to have a second one, uh, the Toronto defiant and the Vancouver Titans. It's the same as they always have been. Uh, Toronto defiant is, uh, defiant forever rise together. And for the Vancouver Titans, it's Vancouver Titans and uh, force of nature. But, uh, I mean, the fusion have had some fun with theirs. Uh, the Florida mayhem. <laughs> yep. Yep. They went a different direction. They sure. Did. Um, I like, I like, so, I mean, the article from, from Liz Richardson on, on, on dot esports. Um, so uh, let me read this paragraph just and uh, save you the trouble. And I know, I know if you wait a bit, you're going to hear about it on one man watch point, but let me read this paragraph. Mayhem associate producer of content, a vast joke that the tag is an homage to the community in Miami, but most terminally online fans recognize that bricked up is a term used in adult content to indicate a man is ready to perform. <gasps> Though most of the recent tweets are Florida fans using the new tag. Be warned. Don't scroll through the hashtag bricked up history on your work computer. I mean, it fits, right? We have a, a bunch of men, uh, you know, Overwatch League players who hopefully are ready to perform. I had no idea. All I know is the community of South in Miami. That's all I know. Yeah. I And I just want to make it very clear. Like, our, our issue is has nothing to do with a community that is completely more than empowered uh, to to be themselves. It's that you're trying to, and potentially not realizing, expropriate a term or put to use a, a term in a manner that is not going to necessarily align itself with its initial use. I mean, Liz also points out in her article that there's, you know, they're not the only ones that are playing on the, um, provocative nature of these hashtags. The New York Excels, Excel have also registered hashtag XL weekend, like extra large weekend, which could easily be taken differently than uh, New York Excel. Just going to McDonald's and getting an upsize. Yep, yeah. yep. That's one option. Um, there's there's a few others. Um, Liz actually highlighted some kind of neat ones. If you haven't looked it up, uh, look up hashtag spark it, which is obviously the hangs out spark they have kind of a cool redesign on theirs um so did this oh, they lost the, but... the bang hashtag bang one i love that one <laughs> again i don't know how so much of... they lost they just moved on <laughs> maybe they <laughs> realized but, uh, exactly right but no i i like the the little icon that they've got there and and liz's article also obviously starts by showing off the uh hashtag owl 2022 uh one which has a new which is tracer with which, a five five yeah very cool which Someone actually saw that and they're like, oh, this is what the logo for Overwatch 5 will be when it comes out in 20, <laughs> uh, uh, 2100 or whatever. In 20,225. Yeah, so that's that is kind of what it looks like. It's odd to add a number right after a year, but it is what it is. 
Yeah. Well, actually, I didn't even think about that. Al, hashtag 2022. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, okay. I'm actually (laughs) thinking of this, this Logan out. Do you guys recall that when the Overwatch League, you know, announced its League sort of masthead logo, the Stylized Tracer and the sort of Overwatch colors, Major League Baseball took issue with it because their Mm. logo is like a, a batter a baseball oh, player yeah, holding yeah. a bat in stylized colors. I never actually heard if anything came out of that. Like I imagine, I mean, the easiest way to go about that might've been the, the exchange of money. Um, but, but I mean, all the major American sports leagues, they have like kind of the same theme and that's swoosh. where Overwatch kind of took it. From, right? uh, oh yeah. No, it's like, it's a, it's a copycat experience yeah. when you think about traditional sports in North America. Even even the old MLG Major League Gaming uh, logo is reminiscent right. of it, right? They, it's right. pretty clear the, I don't know, um, the homage they were going after, if you ask me. Hell yeah, the red, white, and blue. Yeah, exactly. Meat, meat sports. I'll do the weird one, but go on. <laughs> Well, no, no, I mean, they, they maybe wanted to be different. Yeah, they did. Uh, anywho, uh, here we are at the end of a 40-minute show where we just spent a whole lot of time talking about being bricked up, <laughs> which means a whole variety of <clears throat> different things depending on the context that they're associated with it. Uh, not a whole lot's going on in the Overwatch League. That may all go and change tomorrow when this episode goes live. Um, but, uh, yeah, to quickly recap, hey, Vancouver Titans. The invitation remains open for you to join us. All of our listeners, the invitation remains open for you to continue to enjoy, but also give us feedback and tell you who you want us to reach out to, who you want to have on the show, what you want us to talk about. And hey, should we just turn this into a variety podcast where we just talk about old school games and the fact that we used to have to install them over the course of two days off of 12 discs. (laughs) That was the other thing about those old school games, like the installation process could take forever or you would get to that point where you can, you could play the game. You could make it playable without the complete installation, but then you would reach that point in the game at which it says insert such and such a disc. And you then had to like essentially complete an install each time you got to a certain point in the game. It's funny because that, that also like, it hasn't even been that long since we've gotten away from that. Um, I remember, I think on Xbox 360, there were games that still had more than one disc. Um, I think GTA four was more than one disc on Xbox 360, but it was one disc um, on PS3 because PS3 was Blu-ray. Yeah. Final fantasy. I was going to say there's remake. a final fantasy. Yeah. Well. Final fantasy seven remake came out with two Blu-rays. Yeah. So that's yeah. probably the most recent one then that at least that I can think of. So or that you guys can think of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that like, that was recent. I mean, mm-hmm. Ami and I talked about it coming out and us, us giving it some time like it. So not that, not that long ago. And I mean, consider this, the amount of data that can be housed on a Blu-ray comparative to like the old CD-ROM and then previous the to floppy. that, the this floppy. Let's well, yeah. going through those discs. I was reminded um, when they switched uh, the world of Warcraft discs from CD to DVD, and it was a big deal Ooh. because it was dropping the number from, uh, I don't remember what it was, five discs down to like two or three, um, just because of how much more space there is, right? But it was a big deal because CD-ROM drives would no longer cut it on your PC. 
Yeah. I, so I no longer have a device in my home that I could stick a CD into. I had to go out and buy an external CD, uh, ROM drive because, you know, laptops don't come with them anymore. I built my own PC. I didn't put a drive in cause mm-hmm. like why? Yeah. And then suddenly it's like, I've got these, these CDs with data that I need to, to abstract. And, mm-hmm. and my car still has a CD player. Few. <laughs> Actually, you know, my, yeah, my, my yeah, car does too. still yeah. do some of them. Yeah. My, my truck doesn't. My wife's vehicle has a Blu-ray player. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. What's in your truck? Uh, it doesn't have a cassette player. It doesn't have a CD player either. Actually. It's just, uh, it does, it does have a USB port so you can, you know, use an iPhone cord or whatever, but nice. Bluetooth. Yeah. Or Bluetooth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's, so, it's okay, not this, like I'm this, going my, I, the very well, first, I thought you were going you know, backwards. The very first van either. that I had was a tape deck only. Um, and so I had the nice adapter with the cord that stuck out. The, the cord would, sticks out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plug it into the and old Walkman <clears throat> so I could play CD. Oh, so, but that's the thing is then, then you upgraded to the CD player, but the problem is, is you'd be driving along the street and you hit just a small bump oh, yeah. and it would like, or if yeah, it was, then your CD would, would pop open and pop suddenly up, everything yeah. would stop playing. Yeah. yeah. And these kids these days, they don't know what we <laughs> deal with. I, I remember, I remember I held on to my Walkman, my cassette Walkman for probably longer than I needed to simply because it was a consistent device I could use on my commute <laughs> when I was still going to school. Um, if I tried to use my Discman, I could not listen to anything. Oh, yeah. And, and it, they were much lighter than Discmans, especially at the start of the. Oh, yeah. Things. Well, and the Discman got so hot when it was, because oh, like, sure. I mean, the laser was generating heat to read <laughs> and power goes, yeah. the thing. Right. So like it would, it was just the amount of power it drew. And then I, I remember my first, my very first MP3 player was like an RCA, like, nice. I don't know what it was called. Um, and it was great, but trying to get like music onto it was difficult. And then I eventually got a, uh, uh, an iPod, but it was the, uh, the gum stick sized, um, a shuffle. Shuffle. There we go. Yeah. I think I still no, have no it. screen or anything. Yeah. No, no. You, you just like 128 that, megs, I think. But I mean, it, it was enough for the library that I had purchased it. Like, you know, 99 cents mm-hmm. or whatever the price of each individual song happened to be on, on the iTunes uh, music store or whatever it was called back then. My first MP3, if we can reminisce was an iRiver. And I remember, Oh, uh, it was the red one, which I think was either, 128 or I think it was 128 megs. And then, uh, my dad, the big spender bought himself the black one, which was 256 megs. Yeah. I remember listening to that on the, on the bus going to school and stuff. But Omni probably had a zoom. (laughs) No, I did not. (laughs) I think I tweeted this out one time. I can't hear the word zoom and not laugh. It's just something comical. If you ask me, there's that it is the epitome of comedy. Uh, especially if you speak Hebrew like I do, oh, is it? It, it's uh, it's basically uh, intercourse, but not the nice <laughs> way to say it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did not know that. I mean, this episode is all about double entendre. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting real bricked up just thinking about that. Yep. 
Oh, we better start to wrap things up before we get ourselves into trouble. Um, if you're obviously looking for the podcast online, you can find us at readysetpwn.com and obviously on Twitter at readysetpwn. Um, if you want to tag any of us individually, I lead off the show as well as I end the show with our, our Twitter handles. Um, but uh, I think all three of us are on Reddit as well. So if you happen to listen to this and you want to provide feedback in our cow or uh, Overwatch League or wherever it happens to be, um, I believe we all go by our our sort of social media names there. Uh, memory serves me correct. So, Here's what I found. Oh, cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, smart devices. Didn't have those growing now. up. Yeah, it probably is. Uh, what final words of wisdom uh, do you have for all of our listeners this week? Uh, it's more of a, of a serious tone here. Sorry to like bring this up, but just wanted to speak up on this matter. Like I'm Russian and my wife is Ukrainian and uh, the last week or so it's been pretty brutal and heartbreaking to follow the news. I uh, just wanted to say that we both stand with the people of Ukraine and, you know, we wish for this unjust invasion to end swiftly and with the best outcomes for the innocent people involved in this. And yeah, that's it. I, uh, was going to say something that I'm not going to say now, but, uh, I, I will echo Omni's sentiment and, uh, and we'll leave it at that. Did I just, uh, move you off of your point because it was not as serious or bleak? <laughs> no, no, it's, uh, I'll, I'll just <laughs> save it for another time. Um, cause you're right. That's yeah, you don't have to get all bricked up on me because of this. <laughs> that's, that's okay. That's okay. That yours okay. is much better than what I was going to say. So yeah, definitely uh, support the, the free people that, um, that are yeah. being unfairly get, treated right yeah, now. Yeah. So. Tangled up in exactly the acts of med men. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, it's, there's a scene in mash which I know again, I'm old showing school. your age here. I am. I mean, it's actually been sort of revived through uh, memes on, on social media net. Uh, there's a character named Hawkeye. Uh, Alan Alda is the, mm-hmm. the actor that, that played him. And it, it, he talks about how, um, you know, ultimately the, I mean, it's a, a TV show, so grain of salt here, but I think the, the meaning to sound in war, there are no winners. There are only losers. And the problem here is that sort of relates to, um, and I don't know the title of the song, but it's, you know, war. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Um, I think Omni, you said it best. It's, it's unjust. It's, and it's only going to, to, I mean, it's going to impact many, but it's mostly going to impact those that have little to no control over what is unfortunately being decided upon by madmen. But here we are, end of the show. Uh, found a way to make it close to an hour, as we are apt to do. The less content there happens to be to talk about, the more we go and ad lib and have a whole lot of fun. So I hope you join us again in two weeks' time when we return. Um, that will then put us, what, three episodes out from a season? So wow. I think, you know, we might we might have to consider potentially transitioning to weekly content into April, right? I mean, we'll have our power rankings. We'll want to do sort of a, a season prep type show for the Titans and the Defiant. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a guest or two. Mm-hmm. I mean, invitations are open to the Titans, and I'm kind of thinking maybe we should start inviting uh, some others within the league to 
to come chat with us. Uh, but if you have an idea, you can find us in our own Discord community, discord.io slash ReadySetPwn. You can drop us a note as to who you would like for us to talk to there. Uh, you can also reach out to us on a social. I am Chris at Lightforce. Omni is at Omnistrife. And Jordan at Sir Dr. JM or over at One Man Watchpoint. So on behalf of the three of us, catchphrase. Thank you.